0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter. That thing across the screen is Tim.
1: A handsome thing.
0: <laughs> There's
1: something on the screen. <laughs> That's my. Are you Jeff Goldblum?
0: <laughs> oh no, that was more of a shot nerd I was going for there.
1: Okay. <laughs> you ever seen
0: that Twilight Zone episode?
1: Oh, the Terror at 10,000 Feet. Yeah, or yeah. There's
0: something on the wing like sure. <laughs> I don't know. okay Clearly I can't do it. It's fine. I can move on with my life. Uh, We usually talk about horror movies, and we're we're still talking about horror movies in this, but we usually spend an episode discussing one film. Whereas this is going to be part two of our top 100 horror films of all time. Uh, We already did 100 through 76. The way this works is that we alternate. Tim gives one of his picks, I give one of mine, and we keep going. We do another 25. This is going to be 75 to 51. Uh, So part two of four. And uh, we'll get into it. So it also, it's very also very quick. We spend maybe a minute on each film. Tim, you know, and me, I'll just give a sentence or two as to why we think it's that part of our list, and we'll we'll keep going. So it was fun last time. It should be fun again. Although Tim might screw it up, we'll see. Uh,
1: yeah, we'll see. I'm not sure if there's any that will make you that angry.
0: Well, we already had the. Uh... All right. Yeah, I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we already had the shock horror of both Leprechaun and The Boy in your first chunk, so...
1: Actually, I, I think in, in this chunk, I don't think there's going to be any controversial picks, but we'll in see. fact,
0: so I guess we'll get started. So Tim, what is your number? Yeah. 75. 75
1: is uh, a movie I know uh, we're both fond of, and uh, I'm actually curious if it's going to show up on your list as well. Don't well, speak for uh, me. Well, well, we'll see. How uh, do you?
0: We're both fond of. <laughs>
1: Okay, uh, well, maybe, maybe you hate this movie then. <laughs> uh, but that would be Creep, uh, a found Ooh. footage uh, movie uh, from uh, Mark Duplass. I uh, think a couple of years ago it came out. Um, but it was actually a very surprising, you know, um, found footage is kind of tired nowadays, but this was actually a really good story. It had a reason to be found footage. Um, stuff and it actually made sense. And, um, yeah, uh, the Mark Duplass' character basically puts out an ad saying uh that, that he's dying he wants someone to film his last moments for his unborn son and you know this guy takes up the job and starts realizing the guy is super creepy and it just does a lot of really cool creepy stuff and uh I liked it a lot and excited for the sequel
0: I am shocked and appalled that you used the word creepy twice to describe the film creep <laughs> <laughs> That's just that's just lazy <laughs> Get us the sorry so come on Tim <laughs> I, I apologize <laughs> I, I hate that you're right. I do like that movie, but my number seventy-five is actually also a recent film, uh, Southbound, which oh, okay, which is a, an anthology horror movie where all of the all of the stories are based around they're they're all road trip sort of based where people are sort of either on the run or they're driving somewhere, and uh, but obviously the, the title kind of implies kind of you know. Uh, like maybe they're all on the way to hell that kind of thing Uh, but it's you know anthologies are very hit and miss at times because often they'll have like you know maybe one or two good stories and some bad stories and this like you know tradition is kind of you know it's not all the same quality But the quality is generally pretty high. There's like three out of five that I think are really great stories. But my favourite thing about this movie is that it it very thematically and neatly ties them all together. They all kind of like fill out an overall kind of premise. And I like that. They're not just random disconnected things. They kind of just just thematically connect enough that it feels like a movie. uh, Where they all kind of have, they all feed into the same idea and they feed into what the point is. So uh, because of that and the atmosphere, Bent.
1: Yeah, I I love this movie uh, quite a bit as well. Um uh, probably one of my favorite uh, anthology movies uh, that like I've seen, uh, you know, in the last couple of years, which I I feel like for a while seemed like it was, they were kind of making a comeback, you know, we've had like all the VHS movies, ABC's of death, uh and um yeah, those never hit me as hard, but this one uh, I like a lot. Hmm. But uh for number 74, I I had to go with a classic. And that, of course, is Halloween. Three season of the witch. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Tim! Oh dear. Seventy four Halloween. Seventy four. I'd have to get a new uh, co-host. That, that that would no. I could I can take
0: that. Seventy four. Oft.
1: Yeah. Uh, a lot of people, you know, rag on this movie. Obviously, it's a. Uh, The one that kind of takes a left turn—it has nothing to do with the other movies. There's no Michael Myers, Uh, but I love it. I I think it's a ton of fun. Um, You know, this is uh, definitely uh, an annual rewatch for me. You know, I can't help but think about Halloween without you know thinking of the you know Silver Shamrock song, and um, yeah, the you know there's like some cheesy stuff, but in it, but it's all in really really good fun, and uh, yeah, I like it a lot.
0: Happy, happy Halloween, Halloween, <laughs> Halloween, happy, happy Halloween, Silver shamrock. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's okay. I, I don't love it. Uh, I love Tom Atkins, and I love his moustache, uh, yeah. which by the way is his second appearance on this list, because I had Night of the Creeps all the Creeps? way back at the start of the list, which had time in it. Um, now keep in mind, we're also noting down how many of the other person's films we've not seen. I, I've seen the, the ones you've mentioned so far. I'm just reminding right. the audience that we're, we're doing that. And I, I got my my notepad thing up to so I could update it. Oh okay. Sh- Should you know if and when I need to. Uh, it's what yeah, Halloween Three is okay. It's definitely you know look at it as a standalone movie because that's what it is, and it's yeah. uh, it's got some funny elements. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. The plans no. a bit a bit flawed. Uh, but it, it you know f- that
1: I I love my nonsensical <laughs> crazy
0: movies. So. You do, you do. <laughs> uh, my number seventy four is Army of Darkness, Evil Dead three.
1: Ooh, it's a little low on the, the list for me, but it's a uh, it's a it's a great
0: movie, no doubt. Hey, hey, I like you know hundred top hundred. Like I could have been a top two hundred. Like lot lot of spots you know had to be cut. L- lot of movies had to you know. As long uh, as it's on there, take take the knee. Uh, but. This is this is the one that you know veers out of horror probably the most, and it's sure. it is definitely more of a horror adventure movie. You know, Ash goes back in time; he's with all these knights, and he ends up training them to take on an army of deadites or an army of darkness, one might say. <laughs> and it's it, it it's super fun. It's it's you know, Bruce Campbell gets to Bruce Campbell more than he's ever Bruce Campbell before. Oh yeah. Uh, there's some great training montages. There's great all this <laughs> stuff. Um, my last thing I'll say about it is that I actually prefer the theatrical cut of the movie. I think the director's cut actually drags a little bit, and I prefer the ending of the theatrical cut. I, th- I don't know if I'm. I, I even... agree with that. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought I might be in the minority of that. And the funny thing is, because of the TV show, the theatrical cut is the canon cut yeah. <laughs> because the, because the director's cut has a different ending, which does not explain or w- w- doesn't make any sense with the right. the new show, but.
1: You know uh, what was funny is I was rewatching the first season of the TV show and I was listening to some of the uh, commentary on it and I forget exactly how it went. But Bruce Campbell did mention something before about how they were thinking of – I don't know if it was going to be in – I I think maybe in the fourth movie one of the ideas they had was going to follow like two different timelines, one that like followed each ending (laughs) – of the movie
0: oh that's so weird and, uh,
1: yeah it sounded like really interesting uh yeah who knows uh how well it would have been but it really sounded fascinating
0: i think ultimately uh, that wouldn't have worked just in the sense that most of the audience like you know like sure the hardcore fans would have got a kick out of it because they'd know about sure. both endings but i feel like your, yeah. your your public who are going to see it are typically not going to understand why it's got two timelines like that, yeah uh, but who knows, maybe they had a neat way to wrap it all up. What's your 73, time?
1: 73 is a movie we actually reviewed uh, kind of recently. Um, that would be Silver Blit. Uh This is based on a Stephen King story, and uh, Lord knows I love my Stephen King. Yeah, don't bury
0: uh, don't, don't the important part, though. The actor who's in it is the best part. Come on, get to him. Oh, of course. Yeah, Gary Busey uh is uh
1: the wild and crazy uncle. Uh there is a motorized wheelchair that uh <laughs> has a uh car chase scene.
0: Yeah, yeah uh, I want to point out when Tim <laughs> says motorized wheelchair, he does not mean just an electric wheelchair that has a motor that right. you know makes it move like you know five miles an hour. This is basically a motorbike with a wheelchair attached to it. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he needs a license as one
1: i'm saying yeah oh. but this is actually uh you know one of my favorite uh horror movies or not not horror movies uh werewolf movies uh it's certainly not the best one that's ever done but um it's a lot of fun again 80s cheesiness gary Busey. uh if you haven't seen this one i'd really recommend it and check out our review for it if you're interested and haven't seen it
0: and i would guess some nostalgia plays a role in the love of this one.
1: Oh yeah of course I
0: don't out. <laughs> uh, my number 73 is Final Destination 2. Oh my god. Oh, you, know, you have a problem with this one. Oh my. Well, this is my favourite Final Destination movie. This is, like, the first one's okay. Like, the first one's kind of a final idea. It takes itself a little bit too seriously. But the second movie, oh no. The second movie said, no, we know what this is. We're going to have fun with this. It is over the top. The deaths are ridiculous and goofy and gory in all the best ways. Uh, the ladder in the eye is one of just—it's a standout moment. In fact, the entire opening, you know, uh, highway like destruction scene where they all brutally die is glorious. It cracks its jokes, it has fun with itself, and this is uh, my favorite of the series. I I have a blast with Final Destination too. I think the deaths are so fun.
1: I have only seen one Final Destination movie, and it was the 3D one. I don't know if that was the third one or that was the fourth one fourth one okay that that's actually the only one i ever saw it was actually because uh my dad wanted, wanted to go to the movies and he likes uh oh, 3d big,
0: <laughs> the, the big big bodybuilder vergulish wanted yeah. to see <laughs> Four three D. Yeah. Um, well obviously at some point we'll probably do the franchise because you know we're going to work through all the big franchises yeah. at some point uh, so, so I,
1: I was a little surprised because I, I i don't really know much about the franchise but just from the little bits and pieces i've seen and what I've heard from people is uh, I didn't think this was a franchise that got a lot of love, so I was surprised that uh, it's on the list uh, at that number, too.
0: I like two. I actually quite like five as well. Five, because okay. I'd, I'd lost hope in the franchise cause I didn't like four that much, and three was not as good as two. Uh, but then five, well, it's not as good as two, but it's kind of back to being dumb again, dumb and stupid, and I like dumb and stupid in Final Destination. When it takes itself too seriously is when I don't like it as much, but uh, no. Final Destination two, it's a fun popcorn time.
1: Okay, all right. Uh, well, my seventy-two is uh, another anthology movie, and that is Trick or Treat. And uh, this uh, came out what, like early two thousand tens-ish area era, maybe.
0: Yeah,
1: or late two thousands. I don't know, uh, but
0: uh, <laughs> a fun. Two
1: thousand nine, two
0: thousand ten, something in that range. God damn it!
1: Yeah, it was two thousand something. I know that. Um, but no, this is a, a good uh, anthology movie. I love that it's set around you know Halloween, um, which surprisingly not like a ton of horror movies really are, are around Halloween that much. Like obviously the Halloween franchise, and then you know there's a few here and there, but you know you think there would be more. But um,
0: yeah, yeah. got your Hocus Pocus. Sure, of course, that classic horror movie. We did Tales of Halloween last year, another anthology Halloween movie. Oh,
1: don't remind me. Uh, yeah, this this is an actual, an actual good uh, Halloween anthology movie. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I like all the stories in this. Uh, I think there's some pretty cool uh, death scenes and cool characters in it. And uh, I, I'm sorry I'm saying this a lot, but <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I think we're in the area of the list where these are like, you know the fun movies where you know i feel like farther down we're gonna get to the more serious classic kind of stuff But right now we're in fun territory baby
0: my number 72 <laughs> is Shaun of the dead oh okay yeah well see this is one of the things that i'd never really done before but i actually included some stuff that veered into horror comedy because i felt like it kind of still belonged you know, like, cause so many horror movies I watch have different tones. Like, you have your ultra serious stuff, you have your more goofy eighty slashers. Like, you know, does Shaun of the Dead really separate itself that much from some of these, really? When you really think about, you know, Slumber Party of Massacre 2 to Shaun of the Dead. Like, is it really any less of a horror movie than that is? Probably not. No, uh, oh, certainly not. You know, and there's zombies and stuff. Uh, Shaun of the is yeah. a great movie. Shaun of the Dead is... Full of dry British wit. It's Edgar Wright doing the first of his Carnival trilogy. Now the second two parts are not horror movies, of course, but uh, the first one is uh, a blast. And it's it's one that I saw when it came out, and it's grown on me a lot more as time has went on. And uh, There's references to other zombie movies, there's all these things. Uh, obviously, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are a great duo. Well, the whole cast is pretty good, though, to be honest. There's, it's full of good moments, full of spoofing uh, the old zombie stuff. Uh, but no... It's a
1: terrific love letter to you know the zombie genre, uh, and yeah, I I absolutely love this movie. Um, I, I didn't put it on my list. Uh, there is just a weird, you know, um, you know line in my brain that kind of separates the horror from the horror comedies, but th- there's absolutely no reason why it shouldn't
0: be on the list. But and yet, Leprechaun somehow somehow what? prevails. <laughs>
1: It's a classic movie that will be told, spoken of for generations to come. It's a classic piece of shit. What's your next number? <laughs> what are we on? Seventy-one. All right. Uh, so I went with Phantasm Two. Um, so uh, I, I don't want to you know, go too much into it because yeah, we're doing uh, that we haven't
0: relatively soon. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, but I. Spoiler alert, I I will say I'm a big fan of uh, the Phantasm movies, and I think Phantasm 2 is a terrific sequel. Fair enough.
0: I (laughs) I also enjoy Phantasm 2 quite a bit. Uh, Again, I won't say much, but I'll say that. Uh, My number 71... uh, (laughs) This is is just the section where I I upset Tim because he thinks all my picks are too low. Uh, The Witch is my number 71. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Alright. What? These movies... So The Witch, it's a great film, slow barn, very atmospheric, it's all about the tension it's all about the dread, it's more about the the fear of horror than it is the horror itself, if that makes any sense, you know it's almost convincing yourself there is something out there is what is the downfall of these characters and it's it's kind of glorious uh, very well told does need subtitles, I'll say that much that's my, that my one criticism, it's hard to understand half the things they bloody say, but uh, that, that, that would be where I stand on it
1: Wow, well, you got everything wrong. It's oh, all hey, about hey. Black Phillip. That Black <laughs> Philip is the best, uh, and that alone should get him you know,
0: the goat. top three So It's all about the goat. <laughs> I've got your goat, Tim. Yeah, uh,
1: I, I absolutely love this movie. Yeah, it's fantastic, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy you included it in, in the list at, at all because it's great. And you know, we 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 don't get a lot of these uh really like full on period. Horror pieces that much anymore.
0: I think the most notable, actually, is this is one that actually split the horror community down the middle. There's a good, you know, a good half of horror fans hated this movie because they thought it was oh too God. slow and they thought it was too uneventful.
1: What I, the feeling that I got a lot from a lot of people is that as it, you know, started kind of trickling out and people are talking about it and their reviews and stuff, everyone's like, "Oh, it's so scary and stuff." And I feel like a lot of the people that didn't like it. Was because they were going off the expectation that they're gonna, you know, get the shit scared out of them, and you know, I feel sometimes I feel like people want to sound brave, like they like to be like oh, that movie didn't scare me, like, well, it, you know, it, it didn't have to, like you said, the atmosphere is so
0: great. And... They they went and expecting Annabelle creation, sure, yeah. and instead <laughs> they got Rosemary's Baby, yeah, basically, there like, you, go. you know, huh. to to sort of. Compare it to some things, I guess. Uh, what are we on? Number 70. Well, 70. Actually, no, you're, you're on number 70 first. Yeah. That's right. uh, so, I actually chose... Oh, I, yeah. no, I'm, just, I'm confusing myself. <laughs> Go on.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, so, this is a movie... Uh, I forget if we did it last year, uh, but when we reviewed it for the show, it was the first time I'd seen it, and I actually like it a lot. Uh, another anthology movie, and that is the Tales from the Crit movie. Oh, ah. um, yeah, it, it's a really good uh collection of uh I think I forget if it's like four or five uh five stories.
0: I think, I think it was five.
1: Five yeah, and uh some were better than others. Uh, but I thought the ones that were good really stood out and um yeah, I I you know a big fan of Tales from the Crypt overall. Uh I like the show and uh you know this movie I, I think was uh, pretty good as well.
0: Yeah, I I didn't like it as much as you I don't think, although I did think some of the stories in there were Pretty good, like pretty great. Uh, yeah. it's funny though, because obviously we've been doing the show over the past year or so, uh, and we're halfway through season four. Now, the show has a lot of stinkers, but I do think, like, on the whole, it has a lot more like quality things, like you know, because there was one or two that we've seen done both in the movie and the show, and I think the show version was arguably the better version, but mm-hmm.
1: uh, you know. the, yeah, the show is definitely its own thing, um. Yeah, and it, you know it adapts some of the uh, ones that were in there for the show later on, uh, but yeah, I, I still think it—you know—this is worth seeing. It's good. It, is your cat whistling? No, my PlayStation just like turned on and started beeping.
0: So <laughs> okay, oh, that's, that's, that's okay. It's better than what I thought was happening. I, I thought there was cats making like really weird noises for cats, and I say this as a person with cats. <laughs> I know what they sound like. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so that was your number seventy, right? Seventy. Uh, my number seventy is another. This is maybe the most recent film I have on the list. Actually, is oh. Get Out. Oh, okay. Uh, very new edition. This, this is this is a film that has a lot of scary moments. It has some really good characters as memorable moments. But I think ultimately why I praise it so much is. Because it's horror with a social conscious, It's horror from a, a perspective that I don't think I'd ever seen in a horror movie before, and that comes from having a more diverse, uh, well, in this case, you know, a black director, writer, uh, you know, writing a story about black characters. But it's just the idea of having a horror movie that isn't, you know, all from white people is actually giving way to like, oh, here's a story that actually represents something that a group of people goes through that I can't necessarily go through but i understand yeah. the fear of it in this movie and i think that alternate viewpoint's uh, a fantastic way and uh, i hope we get more things like this not just from this particular viewpoint but from all types of viewpoint like you know g- give me you know g- give, give me an asian director telling me you know i mean obviously we have asian horror maybe so maybe that's not the best example yeah. but you know g- give me different things like that, that, that i think sure. that's a, i think that enriches the the uh the you know, the, the, I don't want to use the word diversity again, but just just the idea of like how how much horror we have to choose from, how varied it is, how much we have to mm-hmm. uh, consume. It's, it's it's good for the the overall genre, I think, to have different voices telling us scary things about different things that go on.
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent. And yeah, this actually kind of coined a, a new term, which is uh, I forget if it was social horror or social thriller, but social um, horror. I
0: think. Uh, yeah. Which fair enough. When when Romero died. Uh, mm-hmm. Peel kind of tweeted out he started it with a picture of, uh, and he's kind of right. Night of the Living Dead, yeah. you know, was also a social horror. If you know retroactively speaking, if you look at it and go, yeah, yeah. it was. It kind of fits into that as well. So, uh, yeah. but you know.
1: yeah, I I agree though. This movie is uh, fantastic. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's great. All
1: right. Well, my uh, sixty nine. Um, I we haven't done this on this show, but I i think maybe we talked about it before and you're not a fan but i uh you know i, I love my boy Raimi and uh drag me to hell i think is a pretty mm. <laughs> pretty good movie um there's if there's one complaint i have about it is that uh there's some cgi stuff that if when you watch it now it doesn't hold
0: up uh, no but uh, otherwise <laughs> though I, I sorry i, I, I thought just... you were gonna I'm just making catty little noises just to sort of emphasize my reaction to it. I don't, don't, don't expect anything meaningful oh, no. coming out of me. Sorry. Uh, but no, I, I think it is a,
1: a really good movie. I like the story. The characters are all good. It has like some classic Ramyisms, isms um, And yeah, I, I, it's still one that uh, I like to watch. has a really good goat scene in it. And, uh... <laughs>
0: that, that is the standard of what you grade your horror movies. Was there a good goat scene? There was. Oh, in that case, give it high points. You don't need one to be a good horror movie, but man,
1: it really helps if it did, if there is one.
0: Yeah, I don't remember a whole lot about the movie, honestly, other than a lot of vomiting. Uh, but I do, <laughs> I, I do remember just aspiring to be like Justin Long. Like, I remember watching it going, Justin Long, he's a he's a he's a, he's a role model for everyone out there. Uh, he's, he just he has everything. He's a man who has everything, and you can't. Now, I didn't like this all that much. I. I Ra- Raimi ultimately has become a very hit and miss director for me because there's for every movie I has that I really like, there's there's some that I really don't like. And uh, Drag Me to Hell, as much as I should have liked it, I just never get. It, it was too. I think it was just. It was too over the top, but it never felt like it was. Like you know, Evil Dead, it doesn't. It has that feeling of we're not taking this too seriously. Whereas Dragon Me to Hell has this odd mix of. It's just really goofy, over the top stuff with all the vomit and everything else. But then it feels like it's taking itself really seriously at the same time. And I, I don't know. I just it clashed it, for me. It clashed.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit of a weird mix where there is some definite like I, I say Ramiisms because there are scenes in here that do remind me of like Evil Dead or something. Um, but yeah, it it doesn't go full full out, you know, Evil Dead. Um, but I mean, that's fine though because I, I still enjoyed what they did with it and. um yeah, it's it's not the best, and it, you know it's certainly not as good as those movies. But I still enjoy it.
0: All right, uh, my number sixty nine. Now again, this is a favourite, so you're going to get some ch- stupid movies above, like you know, j- you know. I just had Get Out and The Witch as the last two movies. <laughs> I'm not saying that this is a better movie. I'm saying that in my heart, it holds a just a, a s- somewhat more special place. That's all I'm saying.
1: So when I do a preamble like this, you give me shit. But when you do it, it's oh, it's it's going to be a great movie.
0: <laughs> See, you can't even give me shit because this is one you've already had. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> this is Silent Night Deadly Night. Oh no, you had two. You had part two. This is okay, the first yeah. one, but same difference. It's mostly the same movie. Silent Night it's Deadly Night yeah. uh, is a stupid slasher movie set at Christmas about mm-hmm. a kid who watched his. <laughs> Well, his parents get murdered by Santa Claus, and now he's an adult. He gets set off one night during Christmas Eve, and he's dressed as Santa, and he goes on a killing spree, and it is absolutely stupidly glori- glorious. I love it. Uh, I watched this for the first time a few years ago. I get so into it. <laughs> uh, the The kills. Uh, the The way. What was it? He shouts. He's like. Uh, naughty or no, nice? Yeah, he shouts like naughty, just, naughty. <laughs> just before he kills someone. It's great. Yeah. There's a great scene where someone who's sledding down a hill, uh, and then his friend <laughs> sleds down behind him, but when he gets to the bottom, he's decapitated. There's just just some simple little things like that, you know? And then the entire showdown's about the killer maybe coming for this orphanage full of nuns. <laughs> it's just I think it's a blast. It's a blast from start to finish. Um, no. And a Santa costume for a slasher villain is actually. Some oddly perfect. It just works. It's great. Yeah. So,
1: no, uh, we did this for the show, right? I we, we did.
0: We did this at Christmas. Okay. Uh, two yeah, years so, ago now.
1: Yeah. So this is. Uh, I, I love this movie, and uh, <laughs> like we mentioned on the first, you know, one of these videos. The only reason I, I picked the second one is because it's basically just the best parts of the f- first movie, uh, and then with a few other parts added, but, uh, yeah, th- as you know, cheesy and goofy as it is, this is a great, fantastic movie.
0: It's garbage. day. <laughs> okay. 68. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, so you actually already brought this one up, uh, but I have Southbound, uh, as my oh. 68. Uh, yeah, I mean, everything, everything you said, uh, it's great. Nice anthology movie, uh, from the last couple of years. Uh, and unlike most of the anthology movies that I like, um, uh, well, like, there's a lot that I like, but I feel like they're more like just random stories kind of put together. This one actually does have a cohesive, like, theme to it, um, and kind of storyline around it, which is really cool. And uh, yeah, really good.
0: Cool. My 68 is the 1978 Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Uh, With well, your Jeff Goldblum, your Donald Sullivan. Uh, great stuff. Um, Super creepy. Uh, you, you've got the, this ultimate sense of paranoia in the film as they're discovering who's who is and who isn't. That sound effect that they make when they're one of the snatchers and they're like, ah, uh, it's great stuff. Um, pure dread. It is like I, I like the original. I, I like the fifties like sci-fi movie. It's a, a good little. Uh, you know, fifties pulpy movie. Whereas this one takes it and says, "No, we're going to make a gritty, scary seventies movie out of it." And it succeeds. It succeeds in improving on it. It succeeds in making it more tense and more scary. Um, and I, I think it's one that you, you you remember a lot of moments. You definitely remember the ending after you see mm-hmm. this movie. So,
1: and I, I was just writing it down because I actually haven't seen that one. So. Oh,
0: there you go. What <laughs> we at now? Was it <laughs> that number two, three?
1: So that's uh, three of yours I haven't seen.
0: Oh, I'm at four years. Oh, yeah. but I've not had any of this video, so you know what? I'm I'm making a there comeback. You.
1: Yeah. Uh, but I, I, that is something uh, I would like to watch, though. Uh, yeah, I've heard good things. I might even have it on like a i have one of those like you know horror four pack that have like four random movies on it and that might be one of them i thought you were Uh, gonna say
0: you you, you might have it on beta or something (laughs) uh
1: but i didn't realize jeff goldblum in it is in it that makes me want to watch it even more uh,
0: young jeff goldblum yeah
1: oh well uh my 67 uh i'm not sure if you've seen this uh but um the eye and the original asian one not the uh jessica alba remake
0: <laughs> why not the jessica alba it's because it's higher it's because the alba one's higher on the list that's why oh, yeah yeah
1: of course <laughs> i don't i didn't want to give away my number one but, exactly uh but no this is fantastic and uh, i apologize um i forget the exact country uh it's from
0: because uh, I, I, uh, <laughs> I i i believe it's thailand but i i could that's... be misremembering that
1: that sounds about right. I know uh, it's not Japanese, because um, I, I feel like it came around that time when the Japanese movies like Ringu and Grudge and stuff uh, you know, were, were getting big. Uh, and this was another big uh, Asian one but it's from a, a different country, but I, I like it a lot. It, I think it's uh, super creepy. There's some scenes that are really effective in it um, and a cool, interesting story. I don't know. Have, have you ever seen it? Or
0: I have, as a matter of fact. Okay. You, you thought you had me pegged there, but no. Um, <laughs> Honestly, I don't remember it having it much of an impression on me. I remember, because I've seen this after Dark Water, Ring, Grudge, yeah. uh, a few other ones. Um, and I remember thinking it was okay, but I don't remember it leaving a lasting impression. I'd probably need to see it again. If, I may have a different opinion yeah. if I watch it now.
1: It has been a while since I've seen it, so I, I'm going off my memory, and if I watch it now, you oh, know, it, it, I think I'd still like it, but maybe the placement might be different. But if there's
0: one thing I know not to trust, Tim, it's your memory.
1: the one of the reasons why it does stick out to me though is i do remember this came at a time where i'd still love horror movies but i was jaded on like you know not being scared by them and again not that that's a problem you don't have to be scared by horror movies to enjoy them but uh, i remember there was one particular scene when i watched this uh that like late at night with the lights out really creeped me out and it had just been so long since you know something legitimately creeped me that.
0: it, that always stood out in my memory. My number sixty seven is Child's Play Two. Ooh. Yeah. Uh which if, if you you, know, you were following our our Child's Play reviews and our Chucky reviews, you'll know this is my favourite of the franchise. Now, admittedly, like I decided it was too soon to decide. Cult of Chucky could have cracked the one hundred. I I mm. but it was too soon. Like it was like we'd literally just done it as I was finalising the list. I, I couldn't just, you know, I have, you have to let it sit for a while. You have to give it some time. You have to see how you feel about it after a little bit. Uh, but it, it, you know, that is a chance of maybe scraping onto the hundred dollar date. Chell's Play mm-hmm. Two, um, I think, is the the pinnacle of the Chucky franchise. I think it takes what worked in the first one, but it puts it into a more fun, just from start to finish, slasher movie where he's doing his because the first movie hides. That, you know, he's alive, because like, it wants to, you know, build the mystery. Like, is this doll mm-hmm. actually alive? But the second movie, right from the get-go, he's coming after Andy. Uh, the characters are a bit more colourful, the the deaths are more fun, the the, the finale, the big third act to kind of chase is in a really cool location. Uh, I just, no, it's it's kind of everything I want from a Child's Play movie.
1: Yeah, I like this movie a lot, and uh, especially after, you know, watching all of them so close together, um, I feel like I have a little bit of a renewed appreciation for it cuz I I've always liked the you know Chucky movies but um they've never really stood out in my mind but um yeah doing them recently it's uh I, they've definitely grown on me a lot more
0: yeah, Cool
1: All right uh oh boy uh so you're probably going to be mad at me not for the movie but for the placement but uh, I mean, <laughs> screw you. Yeah, <you> the <laughs> the witch way way too low. Uh, but my 66 is Nightmare on Elm Street three: The Dream Warriors. Uh, I, you know, the this franchise in, in general is great, and uh, this sequel in particular really really good. Um, if you like Nightmare, then you know you probably love this one. Uh, it's it's cool to actually it's not just another random group of teenagers that are like being tormented uh, I mean they are to an extent but they're also like you know they're kind of like these warriors <laughs> like in Well you, the mean, you mean like Doom like warriors <laughs> Yeah, yeah. God um, damn it! but it's a shambles but it's cool that they like are bringing the fight you know to Freddy and you know works on the mythology and also, it's, uh, it brings the,
0: Nancy back It has the best lane of dialogue in the entire franchise
1: Oh, yeah. Welcome to primetime, bitch, of course. Is... Welcome to primetime, <laughs> bitch. Um, but yeah, this is, this is a really, 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 really fun movie. Great sequel. Uh, again, uh, this is another one where I'll probably watch it this October. It's, uh, it's just one of those perennial ones that's – if I'm going to put on a, a nightmare – this is probably yeah. going to be one of the ones
0: and by the way if you watch the Saw Reviews and you like my bad Jigsaw impression I promise you whatever, <laughs> whenever we get around to the Nightmare movies the bad Freddy Krueger impression will be will be uh, coming out uh, very well uh, my number 66 is Ringu or the ring to put it into English Ugh. oh my god what are you upset this is too low? No, I just I'm getting
1: flashbacks from when we did all the Ringo movies. Oh sure,
0: yeah, but the first <laughs> one was good.
1: The rest, the rest,
0: not so much. Yeah, I don't know. When we rewatched that, I wasn't as into it. But okay, oh, fair enough. But I actually do think the first one is a pretty good tense movie with a good sense of mystery, um, a killer ending, ki- killer kind of tone throughout the whole thing. You know, it's filled with dread. You feel like there's no hope for any of the characters, uh, but it works as this kind of almost like a Lovecraftian and kind of like Cthulhu kind of cosmic dread where it doesn't matter what they do, they're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of what I like about it. I'm going to let my cat in because he scratched at the door as Tim tells you his number 65. And it better okay. be good or I'll be upset.
1: Okay. Well, uh, just going off uh, one last thing about the Ringu. Uh, definitely out of all the movies, it certainly is the best. Now, my 65 is a little movie I like to call Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight Uh, so this is maybe the more recognized Tales from the Crypt movie possibly Uh, it's super 90s like hot off the heels of the TV show but if you like the show uh, I think you would like this movie again been saying it a lot but this movie a ton of fun really cool kills Billy Zane at his zaniest. Uh, this is a this is this is a great movie. I I can't, I can't wait for when we do it, which I'm sure we're gonna do. I mean, we've done the first movie. We've, we're doing the TV show. I'm sure we'll do this at some point.
0: Ah, yeah, yes, sometime 2027 maybe. Uh, Jesus, <laughs> I've not seen this, so that's five I've not seen a year. What? Holy no, this, shit! This one shocks you. That this one shocks you. I don't. What the? I I I am shocked. <laughs> I cannot believe it. Wow. I'm pretty sure you knew this anyway. I'm pretty sure when we started doing Tales I, I from the Crypt. I, no, I don't think I knew this. Yeah, and we watched the movie. I, I'm pretty sure I said I've never seen any Tales from the Crypt before. I, I I think I you
1: know assumed the TV show. I had. Yeah. I mean, I figured everyone's seen this movie.
0: No, <laughs> no. Of course, we're now halfway through season four and reviewing it, so I've seen a lot of it now. Like now, now I'm you know I'm a. Intermediates and in tales from the crypt, <laughs> but yeah I've not seen Demon Night. I do apologise, Tim, if that upsets you. My number Sorry, sixty-five. I,
1: I'm well, really looking
0: forward to when we do it. <laughs> my number sixty-five. Uh, going a bit more recent again is the invitation. Oh, okay. This is a, a film about paranoia. It's about this this couple who are invited to this this, this dinner party with uh, the man's ex-wife. And it is awkward as shit. And the great <laughs> thing about this movie is that for very much of it, and I won't spoil it, obviously, one way or the other, but for very much of it, you're not really sure if there is actually something horror-related going on or if our main character is just paranoid. And it plays it very close to the chest, and it could go either way at almost any point, and it's kind of glorious. And you're not really sure, like, are we just in his head and he's being delirious or... You know, it, it really plays with that. And it's a really well-directed, really good slow burn of a horror movie. I highly recommend it.
1: I love this movie, and I don't want to say anything else about it, because if you haven't seen it, just go in without knowing anything else. It's fantastic. Exactly. Yep. All right. Uh, so my, what are we, 64? All right. Uh, that would be In the Mouth of Madness. Um this is
0: a coming from the mouth of madness.
1: (laughs) I feel like it's a lesser loved uh, John Carpenter movie, but I I think it's really good. Um, Another movie that kind of plays off, you know, someone kind of going insane. uh, It stars Sam Neill uh, as a horror author, who's kind of stuck in this town where all this weird stuff is going on and it's meta. it has, cool effects, and it's uh, really, really, you know, it, if you like Carpenter, I think it's definitely worth checking out.
0: And for legal reasons, he's not named Stephen King. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. I Actually, I don't love this movie. I'd heard a lot of good things uh, before I'd seen it, and for whatever reason, it didn't really work for me uh, when I watched it. I, I like it
1: a lot. Uh, I... Obviously, Carpenter is a master, and it's and yeah, hard I, I, I comparing... love John Carpenter. For the record,
0: yeah. like it's just not like I don't typically love his movies because I do. Yeah, uh, but that's just I don't know for whatever reason. Uh, my number sixty-four is *The Strangers*. Oh, okay. From two thousand eight, this is a home invasion movie uh, about three characters with masks who invade the home of Liv Tyler and her boyfriend, and my cat is. Mm-hmm making a chaos of the desk <laughs> uh, but yeah and it's just it, it's, a, it's a movie that loves to p- just have the villain creep into the background and just stand there watching as the hero does something uh, and it's a very effective movie and they're actually just gearing up for a sequel that's coming out next year now, uh, Well, not all be any good is another question but um, I like the first one quite a bit
1: um i i want to rewatch this because i saw it in the theaters and i remember not being that into it but uh it's something like that i've heard a lot of people uh talk about how much they love it afterwards so i don't know i i, I wouldn't mind giving it a second shot but uh, well yeah
0: after i completely change your mind on texas chainsaw 3d clearly you should listen to me a bit more
1: I, I I don't think it's you that changed my mind, but <laughs> trust trust in me. <laughs> All right, well, my sixty three uh, another anthology movie. Man, I really like anthology movies. You
0: don't uh, like that one.
1: <laughs> and also another uh, Stephen King movie, and that is Cat's Eye. Uh, this is a a What's really.
0: That? Do you know what? See when you said another anthology, and it's a Stephen King movie. I knew. I, I thought I was sure of what you were about to say, <laughs> which means that the movie I was thinking of is still coming later on, and cat's eyes somehow in the list. Now, have you seen this?
1: Because this should be up your alley. It is an anthology horror movie that is, um, oh, what do you call it? Connected by a cat. The <laughs> the cat is like the hero in the movie. It's pretty awesome um the uh, I, again you know some of the stories are better than others but i really really like the third one which has a very um almost like uh like kind of horror family friendly kind of feel to it like um i guess kind of you know gremlins ish or that kind of steven spielberg amblin kind of feeling uh which is cool and uh, the other stories aren't bad either and uh, again a lot of cat
0: in it you started that paragraph have you seen this and then you went on for about five minutes without letting me talk <laughs> the answer is yes i have seen this oh, okay. uh, i don't remember <laughs> a lot of it i the only story i remember of the whole whole thing and I, I do remember enjoying this story but i don't know if i'd mm-hmm. enjoy the other ones Is there's a story where the entire thing is a guy on a ledge
1: all oh, right
0: mm-hmm. on, on, you know outside of a building trying not to like fault his death and like sneak yeah. around uh, I remembered enjoying that one, but I don't remember the rest of it. But I do remember the cat running around. The cat was good, uh, yeah. but that was about. So, what um, we well, on sixty three? My number sixty three. Uh, we're we're apparently in the not. I mean, they haven't all been this part, but I feel like I've had a lot of recent movies in this chunk because I think when I like a recent movie a lot, it very really gets shot too far high up the list. Like it's kind of mm-hmm. it gets a little bit of a probation period lower down, and i I'll, I'll see how it holds up over time. But. Uh, the second newest film on this list for me at number 63 is Split. Hmm. Which is the glorious return of M. Night Shyamalan's better half, because he's, he's got a dark side that makes really bad movies, and he was making really bad movies <laughs> for a while, and then somehow out of nowhere, he just kind of proved that he can kind of still do it. Uh, and of course, there's some reveals in this that really excited me because of other movies I love, but... Uh, I think it's very well I think is great as this character who plays like 27 different people, and he Mm. plays everyone so differently. Uh, There's some really great stuff. As I to say, there's not without falls. I do think the exposition lady is really bad, but (laughs) the rest of it, I think, is really solid. It actually subverts some of the tropes that I thought it would do with the way the characters act to each other, uh, or act towards each other, I should say. So, no, I, I give Split a placement at number 63 higher than the Good. witch does it sting ugh Jesus
1: um, yeah I'm I'm not into this movie it, it, it's definitely the best Shyamalan's been in in a long time but it, it, and McAvoy was great I'll give him that but it, it really didn't do that
0: much for me just wait until we get to the visit oh god um, I'm bluffing Tim I'm bluffing just calm down <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> uh, my
1: 62 is maybe the first like you know like classic 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 you know movie uh we've had on our list but uh that would be the invisible man um Ooh. i you know really like the universal monster movies uh and this one surprisingly uh, really good i always kind of thought the invisible man was lame you know growing up because you know if you don't really watch it you just kind of think like man he turns invisible, so what? But when you watch the movie, it's actually
0: you know very effective. Think and, of all uh, the mischief you could get up to when you're invisible. This is this is again an example of Tim being a stupid child. He didn't really I understand the, the possibilities.
1: I don't want a monster that's going to get into mischief. Like, I <laughs> sure it's cool if you want to like spy on people and I don't know see where someone hides their cookies or something, but uh, it's not the the best trait of for a monster. Uh when you want a cool looking monster, it's like, oh yeah, let's go with the person I can't see. But this movie is actually really cool and just just thinking of the scene where he unwraps himself in front of like all the angry uh villagers. It's uh it's pretty dang good.
0: I like the Invisible Man a lot. I shall leave it there. Okay. Uh my number sixty two is Friday the thirteenth. Part 2. Okay. This is the one with the sack head, Jason. Uh, <laughs> and as you said in the last la- the last uh, couple of videos, uh, we have actually just started working our way through these. So we'll be doing Friday the 13th part 2 next month. So I will not say much on it. I shall yeah. simply say that it is arguably the most effective in the franchise at being a horror movie. Uh, it may have some of the best sort of tension and scares. Uh, As well as having your traditional kind of slasher sort of characters and that kind of thing, plus he kills someone in a wheelchair and it is absolutely glorious. Mm. And I say that as someone who grew up in a house with someone in a wheelchair. It's okay. You have permission to enjoy the wheelchair kill. Okay, I'm giving you permission. It's fine. Uh, But no, Uh, and as much as I love the hockey mask, sackhead is a pretty creepy look. I can't, I can't deny it has. It's it's got a good look to it. So. Part
1: two.
0: yeah, I won't say much
1: because uh, like you said we'll be doing it uh, shortly and also honestly I don't remember much so
0: (laughs) You you remember the wheelchair (laughs) kill though I've said it's the one in the wheelchair kill you remember what that wheelchair kill is though right? Uh sure (laughs)
1: That's the one where he uh, flies off the cliff into the ravine below and then his little alien friend has to uh, pull him out (laughs)
0: Don't you dare confuse Mac and me with Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. No, no, no. Stairs, Tim. Stairs. Stairs. I'll...
1: Okay, I'll refresh myself after. Look it up.
0: Got <laughs> All right. What's, what's your number sixty-one then? Uh,
1: so I mentioned the sequel uh, in the first video. Uh, now I'm going to mention the original, uh, and that would be Return of the Living Dead. Um, I uh, again love this movie a lot. Really, the other spectrum of the zombie movie, where you know, Night of the Living Dead and Romero stuff, it's doing this heavy social commentary. And Return of the Living Dead is just like full on fun. Uh, it's funny, it's cheesy. It kind of has like a cool, almost like punk rock vibe to it. Uh, a lot of really good gore, uh, and I, I love it. I, again, these are movies that I. Can watch pretty much any time. Always get uh, enjoyment out of them.
0: Yeah, I enjoy the uh, Return of the Living Dead movies. I, I like. I Actually, this is weird. People will hate me for this. Hate me for saying this, <laughs> but I actually kind of like two more than one. And, like, no one has that opinion. Every, everyone. Because you know, one is seen as the. Like, you know, this is the fun movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, this it feels original. It's poking fun at things. Whereas two is, you know. Admittedly, a very sort of this is just a generic zombies invade that suburban area movie. Like, there's, there's no kind of wit to it. But for whatever reason, I just always kind of like the second one. But the first one is pretty good. It's, it's got fun yeah. characters. It's got, uh, it plays with the zombie tropes. Uh, it doesn't take mm. itself seriously. But no, so it, it's fun. I, I do enjoy it.
1: They're pretty close for me. Like, I wouldn't fault anyone for liking one more than the other. Um, I, I would say this one's, like, a little bit of a better movie, but i they're both pretty close. Uh, it does really piss me off that they don't have the second one on Blu-ray. Uh, I have a nice, like, special edition for the first one. Uh, I know they put the third one out on Blu-ray. Where the hell is the second one? Why do they do this to me?
0: The third one's okay. The third one's okay.
1: I I just really remember the... Uh, it, that was, like, one of those, like, uh, staples of any time I'd go, like, mm. to the video store, that VHS cover really sticks out uh, to me, the third one.
0: Well, that's because if you're, like, an 11-, 12-year-old boy and you see Linda <laughs> Clark on the front cover, you're like, oh, what's this? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she is naked for a lot of that movie, so, I mean, like, you know, if you're that, if you're that age, well, that's going to be exciting for you, then, you know, you, you get something out of it. Um <laughs> We'll be on 61. My number 61 is Demons 2. Ooh. Which is a movie in which zombies come out of the TV. <laughs> not to be confused with The Video Dead, which is a movie uh, uh, that's, that's pretty bad. It's so bad it's good, to be honest. It's kind of a funny movie. But Demons mm. 2, uh, it's sequel to, obviously, Demons. Demons, the, the premise was <laughs> that it was a movie theatre and the zombies came out of a movie theatre. Which, And that movie's kind of fun. I actually like Demons 2 a lot more. Demons 2, to me... Because it's set in an apartment building, and it's all the TVs in the apartment building have this happen. So you have all these cookie characters who are all in their own areas, and then they all kind of congregate, and then they try and survive. It's kind of a classic sort of survival zombie movie in an apartment building, and I kind of like it. But it's got that Italian charm to it. It's got that Italian kind of gore to the kills and stuff. Um, And I just, I really like the ending.
1: Uh, Do they never make a third one where demons come out of computers? Because it feels like that's a missed opportunity.
0: Not to my knowledge, but it feels like you know, yeah. uh, you know, the d- time is right. I feel like d- Demon Demon's Three uh, <laughs> e- Cyber Wars. <laughs> no, I, but d- Demon's Three. <laughs> you dead or you? <laughs> you e-
1: www.demons.com <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think of a, a word that means dead that kind of rhymes with tube so that I can make the pun work, but <laughs> it's not happening. Yeah. You You yeah, I don't <laughs> You chute? You Crud? Ah, no, it's not happening. Alright, okay. termotion number 60. <laughs> Have you seen this? Um, uh,
1: I think I did but I honestly I don't remember
0: much count about it. it. I know
1: I saw the first one for sure.
0: Uh, count it that's number four. Okay. We're, we're not we're not no nah, this. Oh, I think it might have done maybe in a all life. Oh
1: <laughs> I know for sure I've seen the first one. Uh, yeah this one uh, I'm not sure. Alright uh my sixty uh, is I mean you know I, I mentioned uh, you know having some classics on here and I can't think of any other word to describe this movie but a uh sleep Sleepaway Camp. It's that's a swear. Who, yes, I agree. That's a swear. <laughs> who can forget their first time seeing this movie? What a the twists and turns. It, honestly, <laughs> that it it's
0: takes. a it's a pretty okay to decent slasher movie, and then the ending hits you like a yeah. like a truck. Um, and it's funny because I don't think you could get away with making this now. I feel like the ending would be seen mm. as somewhat insensitive. No.
1: Yeah, uh, I I get that argument. Um, I I feel like that's not like what the filmmakers were going for. Well, like, it's
0: not. I don't think... it, it's definitely not. It's not meant to be that yeah. at all. But I I just think it would be taken in a in a not so yeah. great way now. Where, whereas the ending, it's so stupid. It looks so goofy as well the way it's done that I I don't think you can take take it any way other than just the stupidity of it. But yeah. You got a monster in the room that you're trying to catch?
1: There's a slight rumbling. I don't know if we had maybe a small earthquake or something. I don't know. I
0: don't know. It was just uh, just, uh, the cat's farm. That's all it was. Oh, sure. (laughs) They all farted inside. It's
1: It's very, like, there's a lot of times here where we'll get, like, you'll just have, like, a... A a short little rumbling or something, and you won't think anything of it. And then, like, the next day, you'll see that people are like, Oh, yeah, did you feel the earthquake yesterday? And you're like,
0: Ah. Oh, that was an earthquake. I feel like if I feel a little rumble, I'll go, Oh, I must be hungry. Take me, go and get some food.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is more like the floorboards, but I don't know. Could have been maybe someone moving something downstairs. I don't know.
0: What was your movie again?
1: Sleepaway Camp. There you go. That's what it was. Yeah. It's great, though. It's, uh, it, it, uh It makes me laugh a ton uh the characters in it are so like over the top and say the wrong things, and uh it's kind of glorious in that way and and on top of that though uh like even li- like with that um uh, stuff aside it 's a decent slasher like yeah you can it's, take a, that it's
0: out. a pretty decent slasher uh but I think the reason why it's remembered is the ending yeah definitely <laughs> yeah uh so what are we are number sixty my number 60. Oh, we have some crossover here just from this video Uh-oh. alone creep nice yeah Sandy, so I, you liked it. <laughs> yeah yeah So unfortunately you're right yes uh, but yeah so mark duplass uh, plays the crazy guy who hires this guy to come and film him uh, but over the course of the scenes like, he starts doing some weird things and he kind of explains it away but then it keeps getting weirder hmm. and it goes to some pretty great places it's, it, it justifies the found footage by the plot it also does a lot of creepy things with it Uh, and it introduced me to the magic that was Peach Fuzz. I will not tell you what Peach Fuzz (laughs) is. You will have to watch Creep to find out what Peach Fuzz is, but Peach Fuzz is life. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Uh, (laughs) My
1: 59, um, I wouldn't say it's like the craziest movie we've done, but I think it would maybe crack the top five if not the top ten for sure.
0: Well, top well, uh, not, the number one craziest movie we done was Easily Evil Within, and that was last without week. Without a doubt. Without yes. a doubt. Yeah, it's it's not that, don't worry. Yeah. Uh, and then God told me to, maybe at number two, possibly. Okay.
1: But yeah, this would be Neon Maniacs. I love this movie. It is so bizarre. Uh, and I kind of love how it really almost never attempts to explain what the creatures
0: are, what they're doing, what we, why they're weak against water. We actually did this for October last year, and yeah. I'm still I still don't understand. Was, at the start of, at the start of the movie, a character finds like a series of playing cards, like, or, or, sorry, tra- trading cards. It's like trading cards, you know, almost like a I don't know, uh, like any like, like card.
1: pale kids or something.
0: Yeah, or Pokemon, yeah. or you know, whatever. Yeah. Take your pick. Uh, of the neon maniacs of these demons that attack people and it's never explained there's never any reason why there oh. would be trading cards of these characters oh, it's it's so bizarre <laughs> uh but it is a pretty fun movie uh yeah
1: don't mean my list
0: but it's, it's I think it's a good time
1: yeah this is another one like again i'm not going to try to say like oh this is a you know amazingly well made movie or anything but it it just it brings me pure joy the craziness the yeah, the characters, uh the the musical number, uh it's real it's a lot of fun. If you haven't seen it and you love like eighties cheesiness, I-, I think this is like the heights
0: of that. So at the same place he has Neon Maniacs at number fifty nine, I have the Exorcist. <laughs> Very comparable film, <laughs> yes, very similar, of course. <laughs> um, Exorcist is a fantastic film. I don't think I have to say that. In fact, in terms of the well-known classics, it may be like the lowest one here because as much as I love The Exorcist, I, I don't have it up near the top uh, clearly, and that's because uh, you know it, it's really great, but you know, it's just in terms of its premise, it doesn't like it doesn't appeal to me as much as the higher stuff. But it is probably the beast best possession movie. That exists mm-hmm. purely. Uh, it's full of great, great, and it's a very grounded horror film. It really treats everything like it is set in the real world, and like this thing might exist, but like we don't really believe it at first. And it's as the movie goes on, and you bring the characters in, uh, and then you have tubular bells, the music playing you mm-hmm. know, as its main theme, uh, which is a fantastic theme for a horror movie, uh, mm-hmm. and it's good of really chilling things. So I, I think the fact that it's so grounded, it feels like it's set in a gritty sort of you know New York in the seventies. It, it really. It really works for it. So, uh, yeah. The Exorcist.
1: Yeah, I absolutely love this movie. Um, it, it is, though, one of those ones that, like, it, it's kind of hard to just, like, put on, you know? Like, mm. it's, you know, it, like, sometimes, you know, if it's, like, Friday night and uh, you're like, oh, let me throw in a horror movie, it's usually you're know, not going to be, like, <laughs> something like that. It is um and a heavy watch.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a heavy watch, absolutely. It's, it's yeah. very, very... Pfft uh you know it pounds on you as it goes you don't get mm-hmm. a chance to breathe in the same way that you've done a lot of horror movies. Yeah. so
1: and uh so my 58 uh again one that you uh mentioned a little earlier uh and that would be get out um and get out <laughs> yeah uh also might be the newest movie on my list uh i think um yeah um we we talked about it earlier it's great uh does a lot of really cool new stuff that's uh, especially relevant nowadays and definitely worth watching if you haven't
0: seen it. My 58, I might get something thrown at me from Tim here, uh, (laughs) Uh because you'll think this is a touch low, but my number 58 is on the Grudge. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Uh, This is... At least you have it on there, I guess. Uh, that's true.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I think this is a great, great spooky uh, horror movie. It's, it's full of, It's basically... There's not a whole lot of plot, which is maybe why it's not a, a, a ton higher. But in terms of just pure, let's scale the shit out of the audience, let's have scary things happening, let's have, you know, the, the, the long, creepy hair, let's have, you know, the you know, things under the bed, like, all these things. It's just... It's full of great little... It's basically a series of short movies that are all connected by a... A series, like a theme, like an incident that caused mm-hmm. them all, but it's it's generally creepy. Uh, there's a reason why it's you know it became like a you know remake and had sequels in both the original and the remake and all these things. Mm-hmm. Now, sure, a lot of them aren't that great, but <laughs> uh, that said, I'll say mm-hmm. the sequels to this fare a little bit better than the sequels to the ring do. Oh yeah, I'll talk oh, about I that much. So you know that's, that's the thing. Uh, yeah. Also, the creepy little boy with the. Sound. It's good stuff.
1: Well, the the boy meows. The it's the woman that does that. The kind of croaky sound.
0: I I, I do apologise. So not only have I got it (laughs) too low for you, I've insulted you by getting the the character who does the noise wrong. I do Mm apologise so much, Tim.
1: It's all right. Again, I'm glad you just put it on the list. So because a lot of people I know like. not that they don't like. I just don't think many people think about it that much, which uh, is a shame because I love it, and uh, that's all I'll say about it because it'll probably show up later.
0: Yes, yes. At number so 57, <laughs> which is next.
1: Ooh, maybe. Uh, no. Uh, of course, uh, I had to get another Stephen King movie in here. Uh, so, My 57, uh, 1408. Uh, a movie uh, I like quite a bit that... Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if a lot of other people have seen it or just don't like it because uh, I, I don't you know hear people talk about it that much but it's really good uh john cusack is you know kind of like a paranormal debunker he decides to spend a night in this haunted hotel uh, and it does a lot of really cool creepy stuff uh, i like that it kind of takes place in this very secluded location um and it's just like really good classic uh you know uh ghost movie
0: This is a bad joke, and I apologise in advance. So he's a paranormal debunker. Does that mean he takes apart supernatural bunk beds? No. (laughs) No, but I would be willing to watch a movie about that. (laughs) Uh, uh, Why not? Unfortunately, I've not seen this one, so that's me at six.
1: Nice. Ooh, I'm excited to do that one.
0: Yeah. I can't can't combat that with anything. Uh, My Mm -hmm. 57 is the original The Omen. Oh, okay. Um... It's funny actually that I've got this and the Exorcist so close together because they're kind of both the uh, the the religious themed horror <laughs> movies of the seventies that you know are considered classics. And I like The Omen a lot. The Omen just edges out a little bit. Uh, I like the investigative angle towards it. I like the sort of the. Uh, like the 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 slow belief that the child the, the child you know Damien is the child of the devil and he is evil and is causing all this chaos around him and it has some right, shocking moments. You know, everyone remembers that you know the babysitter or the nanny like hanging herself at the party like and that's 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 not spoiler. That's that's like the opening chunk yeah. of the movie. <laughs> yeah. That's the first bad thing that really happens, uh, and it's like this slow thing where anyone who tries to interfere supernaturally might meet their end, and it's just. Uh, I, I like it a lot, and you, you got Gregory Peck who really elevates the movie because you know his acting kind of sells it uh, in a lot of way. Um, but no, uh, and Richard Donner, of course, who went on to direct a lot of movies that I love. None of them horror movies. This was the only horror movie that he did, uh, to my knowledge, anyway. But like, he went on to do Lethal Weapons, Superman, The Goonies, a uh, bunch of stuff. But uh, this is great.
1: I can't tell you how many times I've had to explain to people uh, that my cat is named Damien. After the DC
0: character, not the Omen <laughs> character. I think to regular people, it's more well known. To be fair, though, me being a DC fan, if you said Damien to me, the first person I think of is Damien Wayne, uh, yeah. the Robin. <laughs> but hey ho. Alright, um, yeah,
1: that's a good movie. Uh, I don't have much else to say about it, though. Why so... are you even on a
0: podcast? <laughs> was your number 56.
1: <laughs> uh that would be a little movie i like to call cemetery man uh god this damn is a... it
0: i'm at seven now <laughs> jesus christ tim you and your weird pics uh
1: yeah this is a really cool very somber uh i believe a- italian um horror movie uh it's been a while since i i seen it now but um it's uh like basically it's about this guy who is like the caretaker at a cemetery and he kind of has to guard uh guard it because people that get buried there tend to you know come back up um but uh it's really good it has like weird like italian kind of romance stuff mixed with zombies and uh it looks cool and has like some good uh, effects and gore and uh, it's uh again another movie i don't see a lot of people talking about and i'd really recommend it if uh, anyone's at all interested
0: i actually was uh looking at this as to maybe watch this month because uh, I, okay. I needed one more 90s movie for my uh my octoberthon points uh, that we do in the the the, the group and um i ended up going with something else just out of uh I don't know. I just saw this other movie and thought, ooh, I'll try that. I've not watched it yet, but I made a point of getting access to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But hey-ho, maybe someday Uh, we'll do it on on streams and I can see what the fuss is about. (laughs) Uh, What number are we on? 56. Okay, now, here's another Asian horror film for you. This is Mm -hmm. the original Dark Water, uh, is my number 56. And this was actually one of the first... Not only Asian horror films I've seen. This was one of the first foreign films I watched. Oh, uh, huh? like, I've ever remember like picking this up in a store because I was like, "Oh, why can't I try some of these Asian horror movies and stuff?" And you know, try. But I never really watched any subtitle movies before, so I went. You know what? I'm going to do. It. I'm going to buy this one. This looks cool. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's from the same director as The Ring, actually. That you know, the, the, the original Ring. And uh, I love this. this. This almost, I think, almost because it was the first one I watched a lot of the tropes that are in these, these Japanese horror movies, like it worked on me the best it ever was going to because mm. it was the first time. Like th- This otherworldly sort of feeling to it because it was made in a completely different culture gave it this mm. feeling that it was just so unique to me at the time and that's kind of stuck with me. But I do think it's a genuinely good little movie it uh, has got a lot of really tense stuff, really good ghost scares um, and a good sort of pacing building up to its big climax. So, Dark Water, the original, not the 2005 one with uh, Jennifer Connelly on it, not that one.
1: Yeah, I don't know. This one's a little slow for me. I didn't oh. it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm sorry, it's it's too slow. like the witch.
1: No, the witch is fantastic. I'm on the edge of my seat when I watch that. Yes. Uh a lot like I'm on the edge of my seat for my fifty-fifth pick. Uh and oh baby. Uh that would be dead alive. Uh the insane uh, Peter Jackson zombie kung fu priest
0: <laughs> uh, just just for clarification this is also known as brain dead in case the audience knows it because sure. that. mm-hmm. uh, that's actually I think what I know of as first but
1: yeah um, yeah I, I don't know if it's uh, I, I think dead alive maybe is the US release and brain dead is the original
0: I don't even UK. know it anymore it's, uh, it's, well, it's, <laughs> it's an Australian movie uh, so, oh, okay, or, or yeah, so yeah. it's a New Zealand movie. I should New Zealand. I should be specific, uh, but
1: but uh, yeah, this, this is like a lot of zany antics. If you like Evil Dead, it you know it has a lot of crazy slapstick stuff in it, and um, yeah, just another one that really puts a smile on my face when I watch.
0: I actually just watched this for the first time last October. Uh, oh nice! It did not make my list, but I did have a blast, and it was mm-hmm. full, full of uh, basically like I wasn't. It had such a weird tone. I wasn't sure how to feel about it for the first like half of it. But mm-hmm. the final like 30 minutes that is nothing but a bloodbath uh, <laughs> just sort of upswung it into like, okay, I had fun with that. Yes, <laughs> so I will come back yeah. for seconds at some point. Thank you. Using a chainsaw
1: to just mow zombies down is fantastic. Or not a chainsaw, a lawnmower. Sorry. A lawnmower, yeah, I was say, <laughs> Yeah, that's what I meant. You're, you're misremembering one of your favourite movies here, <laughs> Tim. That's, that's not correct. My number I 55. I was visualising lawnmower.
0: But... My number 55... <laughs> is an absolute masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Chopping mall. Okay. Alright. <laughs> that when it comes to goofy movies, when it comes to like oh like you like a movie that's not really that good but you love it like unashamedly. <laughs> Chopping mall is the top of the list. This is set in a shopping mall uh, I mean, that was probably obvious, but it's a slightly yeah. futuristic shopping mall, they have robots for security guards and then one mm. night they're struck by lightning and they go insane and they start murdering a group of 20-something employees who decide to sneak in after dark for a party in one of the stores because they don't have their own house to go to. Uh, <laughs> I, actually I think they may be teenagers, but I don't know like, some of the ones who shop feel that like they're in their 20s and then there's other ones who act like they're teenagers it's really weird, but they all basically, you know Show this department store and have a bit of an orgy but then the killer robots start coming after them and it is glorious, they're running from killer robots, the robots are firing lasers at them, there's like head explosions, there's artillery <laughs> there's electrocutions it is an absolute blast it is like the best way to spend 75 minutes it is fantastic, I love it It's. I mean obviously it's not good like in an objective sense or in a traditional sense but if you like goofy 80's movies this is like the pinnacle it is up there
1: yeah this is a blast uh i i really love this movie i think i saw it for the first time last year
0: uh even and somehow we uh, have not done it in streams yet trust me it is coming one yeah. day <laughs> we, we have to we, there's no national holidays that you know go with the shopping mall we have to fit it in somewhere hmm. is i think a, if there's
1: like a tax refund day or something where is there a nas- people... national
0: capitalist day maybe
1: black friday maybe
0: Hey, you know, that's not the worst idea, actually. Black <laughs> Friday for shopping mall. That's not, not the worst idea I've heard. <clears throat>
1: Alright, uh, so, my 54... Uh, you might have mentioned this on the first video, I don't remember, but uh, Insidious 3. I Do you know really, what? really...
0: I did not, but it didn't miss oh. the cut by much. It did not miss oh. the cut by much.
1: I, I really, really uh, like this movie. I think it does some really really effective scares like there are a few you know cheap jump scares but there's also some really good quiet somber ones um i like the story and uh, you know I, I, again um just you know it, it doesn't like super break the mold from what we kind of come to expect with these movies but it does what it does really well and i really dig them
0: it was a directorial debut as well. The guy, it was like, you know, the, oh, he yeah. wrote the first two and then he wrote the third one and directed and uh I, I like Insidious Chapter 3. I think it's a really good example of taking it forward into a similar story but keeping it relatively standalone. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the fourth one, even though the trailer's not that great. But I think it's just the way the trailer's cut because they have to sell it as a horror movie. Yeah. Uh, so I'm hoping that I enjoy it. But certainly, out of the stuff that's currently running, Insidious is kind of my franchise. I, I look forward oh, yeah. to those installments. And I, I like three more than two. Uh, absolutely. So, um, I would say that's a pretty decent pick. Uh, my number fifty-four is a classic, uh, which I feel like most people have not seen, and that is *Carnival of Souls*. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I actually haven't seen it. So, yeah. From, there you go. Number five. Write it down. Uh, *Carnival of Souls* is a nineteen sixty-two film about a woman who's in a car accident, and she just she's the only one in the car who survives. Everyone else dies. And it's kind of her fault they went in there in the first place. And throughout the rest of the movie, she is tormented by these spirits. Not of the people who died uh, that she knew, just random spirits. And it's kind of just her, her slowly feeling she's going crazy and what does it all mean. Uh, but it's beautifully shot. Uh, we talk about how silence is scarier than noises. This film absolutely kills it with silent stuff. There's, there's times when the entire movie will lose sound and you can just hear her even though it's on a busy street. And it is... Like, I have never seen a movie get so creepy in broad daylight in the middle of a street before. But it, uh-huh. it kind of does it. It's really effective. Beautiful black and white filmmaking. Uh, we've not done it in streams yet, but I have no doubt we will at some point. That is Carnival of Souls. I recommend it.
1: Ah, oh, well, you sold me. Uh, I'll definitely want to see it. Um, My 53, you know, I got a... Got to give some love to my boy, GDT. Uh, <laughs> Go on. Uh, so that would be Kronos. Uh, his first movie? Or if not his first, close to it. Um, but I, yeah, I, I like this movie a lot. Um, not my favorite of his, but I don't really consider all of his horror. Uh, and this one uh, does like kind of a cool... like I, I don't know if you would call it a vampire movie it, it's kind of vampire but not like the typical vampires that we're kind of used to but uh you know if if you know like guillermo del toro it's he has a very specific style which doesn't work for everybody but i love it and uh it's one of his earlier films so i, I feel like you don't get you know his full visual style yet but you can kind of see it here and uh yeah and uh i love it <laughs>
0: I have seen this one. Um, I don't mm-hmm. remember a whole lot of it. I wasn't super into it, though. I'll, I will say, uh, but Guillermo del Toro is someone who that I like as a person a lot more than I like as a filmmaker. Uh, <laughs> and the ones, the films of his that people tend to love are the ones that I tend to just be kind of not that into. Mm-hmm. Whereas the ones that people are really mixed on, like Pacific Rim and Mimic, <laughs> are the ones that I have a blast with and I'm like, all about. <laughs> uh, but I actually, I actually blind bought the Criterion Blu-ray of this when I watched it. Uh, oh, and then I, I was so kind the, of.
1: Yeah, the Criterion has a beautiful Mike Mignola drawn
0: cover. <laughs> it 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 did, yes. But I I was so lukewarm on it, and Criterion's are quite you know pricey, mm-hmm. so I I sold it to recoup my my losses.
1: I be- I have the Criterion, but I believe it's the DVD.
0: I haven't upgraded yet.
1: But well, like you said, it's expensive and okay, so I really have a the fan. DVD. <laughs> um,
0: what are we on? 53. My number mm-hmm. 53. Uh, relatively recent film, Don't Breathe. Oh, okay. Uh, this came out in 2016, last year, and this is mm-hmm. a film about a small group of thieves, one of whom's a complete prick. The all two are kind of a bit more sympathetic and they break into the house of a blind man, played by Stephen Lang. Mm-hmm. And Unfortunately for them, he is like one of the most capable blind men ever. So we get a lot of like them sneaking around trying not to make noise so he doesn't know where they are. And it is absolutely glorious. It is one of these fun high concept horror movies like, oh, what if they It's a blind man. And it's all these like sneaking around. It takes twists and turns about halfway through that you don't really see coming. Uh, that adds a whole dimension to it. There's some great stuff in the dark. There's some great stuff with sound. Uh, really good stuff great performances as well uh, from lang and uh, jane levi who's the main girl who i like a lot so uh, I, I recommend don't breathe it's good
1: yeah it's really good i i feel like a lot of times we'll have a complaint with a movie that has a really good premise but doesn't you know go as far with it as we want yeah. or doesn't do much with it and luckily this was one that really delivered on you know what its uh, premise was and uh yeah they they managed to do a lot of really cool things with it. Yeah. All right uh so my 52 uh I think you mentioned in the first video I could be wrong uh but Martyrs uh really Ooh. terrific you know French uh horror film that uh again the less you know with this one the better uh it is you know if you don't know anything about it i think it's pretty unexpected where it ends up going uh some really really gross disturbing stuff in it. it's a movie i really like that i own but i don't know if i'll ever watch again it's it's hard to kind of get in the mood for it hmm. but uh but it's definitely uh, deserving it of like a one-time watch if you've never seen it
0: cool uh no i i, I did pick this in the first the first video, mm-hmm. so uh, I've said my piece already. So it's, it's very good. That's all I'll say. Uh, Fifty two for me is the original House in Haunted Hill. Uh, Vincent Price uh, is a is a glorious little film that is goofy in certain places. It has fun with what it's doing, mm-hmm. has some cool twists, and Vincent Price absolutely nails it. He, he, you know, he's, he's got these people visiting this house uh and he tells them I'll oh, I'll I'll pay you however much money if you if you can all last till morning without getting scared and leaving and uh mm-hmm. it's it's fun it plays with your expectations and uh it's a really just entertaining movie that uh ha- has fun with what you expect of it
1: uh, I don't think I've seen this one, so I, I wrote it down. Yes! Um, We're only one apart now. <laughs> 7, 7,
0: 7 to 6. six Tim. Oh yes, I'm back in the game. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: I, get, I might have seen... the. Uh, my problem is I feel like I always get these movies confused, like this and The Haunting and... It's like... Uh, the Haunting of Hell House, is that another one? Or Hell House, is that one? No, that's or is that the book that it's based on? That's the book that it's based yeah. on. Okay, and uh, yeah, these kind of like old timey black black and white haunted house movies, like uh, not saying that they're bad, but I uh, kind of get them confused.
0: This sometimes. one is very different. I think once you've seen this, it will be distinct in your head because of where yeah. it goes.
1: Okay, As I know the haunting we did on the show.
0: Yes, the haunting we did, yeah. but that's okay. we we have not, and uh, we will at some point because it's very very good. Hmm. So, what's your last pick for the video Tim? number fifty-one? All right. Um. So, we we actually recently just uh did this
1: for uh, the show, which uh it's a movie that I like, but uh I made the list before we rewatched it, and if I redid the list, it'd it'd still be on there, but probably lower. (laughs) But uh that would that would be the Howling.
0: Uh, it's uh we just did a a, yeah yeah this (laughs) is a super (laughs) better. pick because we kind of we were really negative on this when we talked about this there's i i
1: still really like uh kind of the big takeaway from the review when we did it is that uh we really like the beginning and i don't want to speak for both of us but we kind of had a consensus but basically i really i love the beginning i love the ending uh it's definitely draggy in the middle um so i i still really like it though uh i'd probably have it uh lower on the list uh you know if i made some adjustments after watching it again but i still think it deserves on there
0: yeah to I, be on there. I think this is one where you made that out of memory and then you watched it again and went oh no this is oh sure not yeah. as good as i thought it was uh, yeah <laughs> i don't think it does deserve to be on a top 100 to be honest but you know I'm, I'm, I, won't, I won't fight you on it too much i think it's still worth watching like there is still good stuff on there it's, it's, it's worth yeah. watching but it's not mm-hmm. top one hundred. There's lots of movies that I didn't make my list that are worth watching. That's not the question here, Tim. <laughs> uh, but that's fine. Uh, so my last video for the for the episode number fifty one for me is The Descent, which mm. came out in two thousand five, and it's a a group of cave divers, cave explorers, spelunkers. Spelunkers. Yeah, spelunkers. Mm-hmm. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, who go up to this this remote cave. Uh, and it's never been explored, and they end up down there, they get kind of trapped, and then eventually there are sort of monsters in the cave. Uh, what I love about this movie, though, is how it's directed, and the fact that even before there's ever an enemy, this movie is terrifying, because they they, they get trapped, and it's really, if you're claustrophobic, this movie will make you have a heart attack. Uh, mm. it, is, it plays with those tight, dark spaces. They only have the lights on their heads, and then they're like, their cameras and phones and stuff. That's all they've got. Uh, and it really makes for a a tense, suspenseful movie. um
1: Yeah, I I wouldn't say that I'm like super claustrophobic, but I, I'm definitely like not a fan of tight spaces. And I remember seeing this in theaters and just being in awe of how unsettling it made me feel. uh Like before we even got to any of the monsters or anything, just like. And, and to this day, I don't think I've seen uh, another movie that's made me feel this also, way. Uh, I can't
0: believe this is twelve years on. There, <laughs> actually, jeez, wow, oh man, time okay. flies. Uh, I will say this: if you're going to seek this movie out, make sure you see it with the original ending when they mm-hmm. released it in the US, because it's a it's a British movie. When they released it in the US, they 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 changed the ending, and I I don't want to spoil what the actual ending is by telling you what they changed, but let's just say they went for something a lot more Hollywood and it completely changes the intention of what the ending actually is. So make sure it's got the original ending. Uh, that, that'd be my... And most most of the discs, though, like the Blu-ray and stuff, will have the original ending there. But you may have to pick it. You may have to say, I want this cut on the disc. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but... Uh, mm-hmm. But d- definitely look out for that. All right. Well, cool. All right, to so we done? Is that, is that is all it? of them? Yeah. There, there we go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That, that one took longer on the first one, but hey-ho, there we are. We're halfway through. <laughs> That is uh, numbers 75 through 51. Obviously, next week, part 3 will be... For 50, <laughs> I'll say that again, <laughs> that'll be 50 to 26, that'll be part 3 mm. next week. So, um, yeah, so thank you uh, for sticking around. Um, I'm, I'll drag this out a little bit, because I know i have going to have 50 things scrolling underneath us as we <laughs> talk, just so, so it's got time. Because if I don't have this bit be long enough, the, the scroll will have to start as we're still talking about the movies, and that's kind of weird if it starts and we're still talking about number, like, 52. So... Uh, but no, so that that's the next chunk. I, I think as we were getting towards the end of that chunk, you could see some of the classics and stuff start to sort of squeak in. Yeah. Uh, like you know, we're starting to get to that point where some of the really sort of big names are starting to sprinkle in. Uh, there's still some stupid stuff, of course. I stand by my choppy mall placement. I will fight anyone mm-hmm. who says otherwise. But uh, there we go. So. Yeah so uh, if you if you want to you know like subscribe all that stuff it helps us out Get, let us know in the comments uh, what you think of the picks so far uh, if you're making your own list by all means uh, reveal yours with us if you want to save that for the last oh, part yeah. that makes sense too but
1: i'd be interested in reading other people's lists so yeah
0: yeah it would be yeah, it's, it's probably better than tims i mean that's that's safe to say
1: oh well good um, they can be the new co-host then because <laughs>
0: <laughs> please make sure it's better than yeah. Tim's I will let them know um, so yeah so so do that uh, if you want to support the channel uh, in support that like Screams After a Minute specifically you can do that by going over to patreon.com slash and you can you know uh, see what's on offer over there there's uh, some bonuses uh, for you know different tiers of the dollar tier the five dollar tier eight dollar tier eight dollar tier is a commentary tiers some commentary tracks every month the first couple are free though uh, for everyone because it's October uh, which is we're just starting that this month so you can go and check out those um, especially since YouTube just decided recently to stop letting us earn any money uh, on any of these videos because they deem <laughs> them to be non-advertiser friendly so because of that we used to make some money on YouTube now we do not so uh, yeah so Patreon is the way to kind of make that okay but yeah uh, Uh, but that's if you're interested Uh, and every dollar counts so if you you only want to give a dollar don't feel bad a dollar's great a dollar's fantastic Uh, we love a dollar we love a dollar yeah I'd buy that for a dollar there's a reason why that (laughs) phrase exists Uh, so yeah so that's all that so thank you once again for watching Uh, of course we've got a lot of extra episodes coming out because it is October so you can look forward to the next one in the very near future But otherwise, that is us, guys. So thank you once again for watching. Tim is looking for his cat that he's lost between his feet. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Keep watching scary movies. Goodbye, guys.